Hello, and welcome to Bible Way Church of Atlas Road. My name is Sierra Artemis, and we are so glad you chose to worship with us. If you haven't already, please be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can stream our worship services live through our website at bwcar.org or through our Facebook page at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. on Sundays and 7 p.m. on Tuesdays. For previously recorded sermons, you can tune in on Sundays by way of radio. That's 10 a.m. on WWDM 101.3 FM and 7 p.m. on WFMV, now located on 96.1 FM. Don't forget, you can also check us out on YouTube at Bible Way Church of Atlas Road. Remember to subscribe and turn on your notifications. The results are in. We would like to thank everyone for taking our survey on returning to in-person worship. You can view these results by visiting our website at bwcar.org. Join us for the month of July as Pastor Jackson teaches from his new sermon series, Life's Experiences. Join us live through our Facebook page or online at bwcar.org. The offices of the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, the Janie R. Jackson Women's Center, and the Midlands Community Development Corporation will be closed July 6th through the 10th in observance of our nation's Independence Day. Join us each Tuesday for the month of July during our regular service times of 7 p.m. as we crack open open the vault to hear from some of our past speakers. Tune in via Facebook or online at bwcar.org. Parents, we want you to know that your little ones can virtually attend our live Sunday school lessons. You can receive them via email. Just go through our website at bwcar.org and complete the Stay Connected With Us form. If you are a mother or expecting mother in need of infant formula, call the Janie R. Jackson Women's Center at 803-776-6353 while supplies last. If you would like to donate items, you can also dial that number. Bible Way Church of Atlas Road will be distributing food to those in need on Tuesdays from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Deliveries will be free for seniors ages 65 years or older within the 10-mile radius of the church. Deliveries will be available on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Dial 1-888-776-1238 to schedule a pickup or delivery. We would like to encourage all men to join our men's prayer line. Call in Saturdays at 7 a.m for morning prayer and Thursdays at 7 p.m. for men's study. The number is 1508-924-1141. No access code is needed. In these times, prayer is needed more than ever. Redeeming the Time prayer line will be open each Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. That number is 1425-436-6302. Enter the access code 782-443. There are many safe, secure, and easy ways to give to the ministry of Bible Way Church of Atlas Road. Online giving is available to members and guests through my connections at bwcar.org. You can choose to give through your bank, checking debit or savings account. You can give via our mobile giving app by texting BWCAR along with your giving amount to 73256. You can mail your check to P.O. Box 90309, Columbia, South Carolina 29290. Please do not mail cash. Financial donations will also be accepted at the church on Tuesdays from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. If you need assistance finding food, paying housing bills, or other essential services, call United Way by dialing 211 and entering your zip code for a list of agencies. For accurate and up-to-date information regarding the coronavirus, contact DHEC and the CDC. We can all help stop the spread of germs and prevent the spread of respiratory viruses like COVID-19 and the flu. Wash your hands for at least 20 seconds. Avoid touching your face with unwashed hands. 
Avoid skin-to-skin contact with other people. Stay home and away from others while you're sick. Cover your mouth and nose when coughing or sneezing. And finally, clean frequently touched objects and surfaces. For more information, visit scdheck.gov COVID-19. We want to thank you for your continued financial support to the ministry of Bible Way Church of Atlas Road. We want to be sure that those that are able to give know how to do so, so we set up a step-by-step tutorial. Here are the following ways you can give. Online through My Connections via our website, bwcar.org. So you'll type that into your browser. Scroll down, click on the Give Online icon. Type in the amount that you would like to give. Then click to the right of your giving amount to select where you would like to give. Enter your email address for your receipt and click Continue. You can continue to give as a guest or you can log in and create an account. Once you've decided, fill out your payment details and click Give when you're done. You can text BWCAR along with your giving amount to 73256. Wait for a response and click the link. Once you've clicked the link, fill out your payment information, then click the icon Give along with your giving amount. You can also send a recurring payment through automatic draft with your bank or My Connections. To access My Connections, type bwcar.org into your web browser. Click on the top tab or scroll down to the very bottom of the page and click on My Connections. You can sign in or continue as a guest. If you would like to create an account, it's easy. Click on the icon that says Get Started with My Connections. Look for Need a Login. Select the link that says click here. Type in your email address, your first name and your last name. You may have to confirm your username in your email. Once you've signed in, you can select Manage Schedule Giving under the My Giving Summary and follow the instructions to schedule your recurring payment. You can also send a check via mail to Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, Accounts Receivable, P.O. Box 90309, Columbia, South Carolina. That zip code is 29290. Please do not mail cash. It's because of the Lord's mercies that we're not consumed. His compassions faileth not. They're renewed every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Good morning and welcome to the live virtual services of the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road. Thank you for joining us in our live virtual services. And we hope that it will be a blessing for you and your family. We're sharing these services from our worship center here at 2440 Atlas Road in Columbia, South Carolina. If you're viewing us through our live website, thank you so much, and please feel free to leave comments. If you're viewing us through Facebook, please start your own watch party, and you can also leave your comments. If you need prayer, you can dial 1-888-776-1238 or or email us at prayerrequest at bwcar.org. We're praying for many of you that have sent in your prayer requests, many of you that have called us, many of you that have sent us messages. We want you to know that we are praying for you. As we often say, if you can't get to us, God can get to you. 
He sees you, knows about you, cares about you, and loves you. So reach out, touch him by faith. He's yours just for the asking. Let's join together in the virtual prayer all over this world. Father, we just come early this morning to say thank you. God, we thank you for how you woke us up this morning, God. We thank you for how you provided traveling mercies over the dangerous highways. And God, we thank you for allowing us to come back and worship one more time. We thank you, God, for those that are viewing, and we ask that you bless their viewing experience. God, we thank you for those that have dedicated time just to hear the word of God. We thank you, God, for those that are ministering through song, those that are ministering through media, God, those that are ministering through playing of the instruments. And God, we thank you for our pastor and the word of God. We ask that you let someone cry out, what must I do just to receive salvation? This is our prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. And all of God's children said amen. At this time, we're going to turn the remaining portions of our services into the hands of our praise team leader, Elder Francis Williams. And then we'll come back with some very special observations. Praise the Lord and good morning. We just came to encourage you this morning. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter what you're going through. You're going to win because you are more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ that loves us. And you're going to make it. Hallelujah. God is exalted and the devil is defeated. And no weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. Hallelujah. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. No weapon formed against me will prosper. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Cause I will. He'll lose. I will. He'll lose. I 
there, you're right where you are. If you're in your living room, just go ahead and give God a dance. Come on. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I'm free. No more chains holding me. Yeah. It's over. Thank you, Elder Francis, and thank you to our praise team. Somebody said, well, Pastor Mac, why are y'all rejoicing? We in the middle of a pandemic. We don't wait till the battle is over. We shout right now, because we know in the end we're going to win. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Thank you so much. At this time, we're going into our offertory appeal. like to thank everyone for your continuous financial support to the ministry of Bible Way Church of Atlas Road. It's offering time and here are the following ways that you can give. There are many safe, secure, and easy ways to give to the ministry of Bible Way Church of Atlas Road. Online giving is available to members and guests through my connections at bwcar.org. You can choose to give through your bank, checking, debit, or savings account. You can give via our mobile giving app by texting BWCAR along with your giving amount to 73256. You can mail your check to P.O. Box 90309, Columbia, South Carolina, 29290. Please do not mail cash. Financial donations will be accepted at the church on Tuesdays from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. Our mission statement here at Bible Way Church of Atlas Road is to know God, to love, and to serve. We'd like to thank our internet audience for tuning in, especially our first-time viewers. If you haven't already, please be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to share with your family and friends. Thank you once again for giving here at the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, and thank you for trusting God with your tithe. God only asks that we give him 10% back and he allow us to keep the 90%. Anybody just thank God for how you've been able to make it off 90% every year. Amen. And we just thank God so much for that. Let us pray over our offering. Father, we just thank you once again for allowing us to participate in giving. God, we thank you for those that have decided to give their tithe and offering and thank you for their faithfulness. Now God bless those that desire to give and don't have. It's in Jesus name we pray and all of God's church and said amen. Right before we present our pastor with the Samani selection and our praise team come with the Samani selection, our pastor's coming with the sermon. We would like to say a very special happy anniversary to Pastor Jackson and First Lady Pastor Willie Mae Jackson. They're celebrating on tomorrow 40 years of marriage. Amen. We ought to give God a praise for that all over the world. So congratulations to our pastor and our first lady for celebrating 40 years of marriage. And thank them for being such a wonderful example for all the married couples here at Bible Way. And if you would just text if you would just shout out to them just email and just say on our web page happy anniversary amen we want to shower them with happy anniversary all across the world 
Amen. And right before Pastor comes with the word of God, our praise team is coming with the Samanus selection. Elder Francis is coming back with, oh, how I love Jesus. Amen. Oh, how I love Jesus. Just because he first loved me. Give God a praise for our praise team. Then the word of God from our senior pastor.
listen, song said, oh how I love Jesus. There's a special kind of love, the love we have for our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. And the song goes on to say, it is because he first loved me. He didn't love me because I was worthy. He didn't love me because I got it right. He didn't love me because I had no mistakes. But he loved me despite all of the things that were wrong in my life. It is called in theology agape love. A special kind of love that the Lord has for us. And it's that special kind of love that we have for him. Let us pray. Eternal Father, we thank you. We bless you. We honor you this morning. We thank you for a, another Sunday morning. We thank you for another first Sunday of a, another week. First Sunday of another month. We thank you for how you've blessed us, how you've kept us. We thank you for how you love us despite all of our shortcomings. And now, Lord, we ask that you send your rhema word, send a right now word that will speak to us where we are. And, Lord, send a prophetic word, word that will speak into our future, word that will bless us about what is going to happen in our lives. And Lord, we know that your word will not return unto you void, but it will do what it has been sent forth to do. This is our prayer. In your name we pray and give thanks. And all of those that love the Lord, come on and worship with the team this morning all over the place. special kind of love love that will never run out 
a love that is consistent, a love that is not sometimey, <laughs> love that is not conditional, but it is a love that is so special that while we were yet sinners, <laughs> Paul writes, God commended his love towards us and we say thank you. Thank you to our worship team and our praise team. Thank you to Francis Williams, such an anointed voice and spirit of God. Just before we get into the word this morning, just want to share a little update about where we are as it relates to the virtual services and what is going on. This is the 16th week, believe it or not, this is week 16 in which uh, we have been involved in virtual services. We started on the fourth Sunday in March. Although we had not anticipated that it would take this long, we, we are grateful to God for all that God has done. Many of you have asked the questions, when are we coming back? Let me just share some things with you. One of the things that we have always done was to, number one, pray to God. Number two, seek guidance from those health and professionals, those who are working with DHEC and others about this awful virus, this COVID-19 virus that we have been dealing with. And although there are many people who feel that uh, maybe it's time to do something different, the virus says otherwise. Yesterday, which was Saturday, uh, the 4th of July, we had the highest recorded numbers of new COVID cases ever in South Carolina. And so the virus is still rampant. It is still really bad. Health professionals are saying to us that this is no time to relax, no time to do anything different than what you have been doing. The other thing that we did, thanks to you, is that we engaged in a survey of those of you who are members of Bible Way, those of you that view our services. And we were fortunate that over 1,500 of you came back and participated in the survey. Those numbers were very clear. The survey numbers indicated to us that a vast majority of you would not be comfortable coming back until it was safe. You said that although you're enjoying the virtual services, you are trusting God. And although we know it has been a long time, it is 16 weeks is a very long time. But yet we know it's no time as it relates to what God is going to do. So our plans are to continue virtual worship. I just want to let you know that for the months of July and uh, perhaps all through the month of August, we're going to continue virtual worship. And we're going to reassess sometimes in August, hopefully to see if it's safe to come back around the first Sunday in September. It's no guarantee. It all depends on what is going on with the virus, what is going on in the community. We know this, as we've said to you, that the church is not the building. The church is you. Jesus said to Peter, upon this rock, I will build my church. 
And the gates of hell would not prevail against it. In fact, God has given me a message that I'm going to preach at some point entitled The Church That God Builds. It is not consistent of bricks and windows and pews, but it is the church in your heart. We want to thank you for being a part of this virtual experience and thank you for trusting us as your leaders, uh, trusting us to do what is the right thing to do. Thank you uh, for just believing that God is still in charge. We've heard so many great reports about this virtual experience. And as we continue this throughout the summer, we want you to know that you can invite others to join you. You can call others and say, come, let us worship together. Your worship should not stop because the building is not open. Your worship far exceeds any geographical Location. In fact, we are reaching more people now than what we've ever reached before. God has brought all the churches on one level, which is a great thing. No one is bragging about how large their congregations are. No one is talking about the size of the number of people that showed up on Sunday mornings. No one is talking about this is a mega ministry and this is not. We all are part of what God is doing. And that is a good thing. Trust God and God will continue to make a way. Thank you for trusting us as we continue to minister to you. We're going to share God's word all 16 weeks. We've been here every week, every Sunday. Our first lady preached on one Sunday. We were here then and we, uh, because God has committed us, God has given us an assignment. Uh, to minister to you. And we pray that this word will continue to bless you. With that in mind, there's a word from the Lord. As we began a brand new series of messages, the series is entitled Life's Experiences. Life's Experiences. This is the first of four messages that God has given us for this Series. Call a neighbor and a friend. Invite someone to be a part of this. Share this with others. It is a good thing. You can be an evangelist. You can be a missionary from home. You can be an encourager. Just pick up the phone and call someone. Tell them that the services are on live at 8 and 11 and on Tuesday night. The first message is found in the book of Ezekiel chapter 37. A very familiar Old Testament passage, verses 1 through verse 6. We have chosen to read from the New Living Translation in order for you to get a clearer understanding of the text. Ezekiel chapter 37, beginning at verse 1 from the New Living Translation. Hear the reading of God's holy word. The Lord took hold of me and I was carried away by the spirit of the Lord to a valley, listen to this word, to a valley filled with bones. He led me around among the bones that covered the valley floor. They were scattered everywhere across the ground and listen, they were completely dried. King James said they were all dried up. Verse number three. Then he asked me, 
son of man? Can these bones become living people again? Son of man, can these bones live? God asked. Oh, sovereign Lord, I replied, you alone know the answer to that. Verse number four. Then he said to me, speak a prophetic message to these bones and say to them, dry bones, listen to the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says. Look, I am going to put breath into you. And please listen to this and make you live again. Verse number six, I will put flesh and muscle on you and cover you with skin. I will put breath into you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Then you will know that I am the Lord. We ask God's blessings on the reading and the hearing of his word. The series is entitled Life's Experiences. This is the first of four messages in this series. The subject for today's message is simply entitled A Valley Experience. A Valley Experience. Listen to all of my brothers and sisters that are out there, to all of you that may not even know the Lord, but you're seeking the Lord. It has been said that life is simply a journey of one's experiences. Some experiences are good. Some that are not so good. Some experiences we cherish forever. And there are some experiences that we care not to remember at all. Life is a journey of experiences. I heard someone once say that we ought to count the moments and not the days. Because life is a journey filled with moments. Filled with experiences. Listen, each one of us will have our own individual perspective about the experiences we go through. Even if these experiences are shared by others, two people can be involved in the same thing but have total different perspectives about what they are going through. Each individual will have their own perspective about their own experience that they are going through. In this series that God has given us for this month of July and this year of 2020, God has asked us to share with you four of life's most common experiences, particularly for those of us who are people of faith. Four experiences that perhaps we all at some point in our life 
has gone through, or going through, will go through four experiences uh, that we have encountered on this journey. With that in mind, the first of the four experiences God has asked us to talk about is what we are calling a valley experience. A valley experience. Listen, when we speak of a valley experience, we are speaking of those difficult times in our lives that seems to be almost unbearable. Times in our life in which perhaps we feel a sense of hopelessness, a sense of isolation. Listen, I was talking to someone just last week and and my and my greatest challenge was to encourage this person not to feel hopeless, not to want to just give up, not to feel as if I'm out here by myself and uh, I'm going through something. I'm not sure if I can come through this. All of us, each one of us, please listen to this. Each one of us have encountered this experience. We all have dealt with a situation just like this. It is called a valley experience. But here's what I've discovered. I have personally discovered this, that some of life's most valuable lessons, please listen, are learned as a result of these valley experiences. Some of your most valuable lessons you have learned in your life have been learned when you were going through a rough patch. When you were going through a time in your life that you would not wish on anyone. We've learned some things through our struggles. We've learned some things through our valley experience. David understood this. David writes this powerful psalm in Psalm 119 and verse 71. David says, my suffering, the New Living Translation, he says, my suffering was good for me. For it taught me to pay attention to your decrees. David says to the Lord that it was good for me that I was afflicted. It was good for me that I suffered. Why? Because the suffering that I've gone through taught me the value of your decrees, of your word. Lord, I never would have prayed like I prayed if I had not gone through what I've gone through. Lord, I never would have gotten into the word as I did if I had not gone through what I was. I didn't want to go through it, but it made me a better person. It made me more humble. It, it made me more submissive to your will. It made me have a better understanding of who you are. Thank you, Lord, for my heartaches. <laughs> Thank you for my suffering. Thank you for my affliction. Somebody say, well, Pastor Jackson, who is it that says thank you for trouble? Those of us who are people of faith that know trouble 
doesn't last always. We know that God will make a way somehow. And that is why we have to oftentimes embrace our valley experience and know that God is still in charge. Listen, as we turn to our text, let us turn to our text and examine what is perhaps in our text one of the most powerful examples in the Bible of a valley experience. In our text, let us examine what God teaches the prophet Ezekiel concerning something that appeared to be dead. (laughs) Something that seemed as if it was all dried up. Something that it looked as if its better days were behind them. In our text, our text occurs during a very difficult time in the history of the nation of Israel. They were, listen to this, a defeated nation. Nation of Israel had been crushed by the Babylonians. Many of its people were now living in exile in what they referred to as a strange land. You've heard me quote Psalms all the time, 137. How can we sing God's song in a strange land? The nation of Israel, the people of Israel, the chosen people of God were going through their valley experience. They had hit rock bottom. Everybody said that they were over. They were all dried up. They were done. They could never rebound from what they were going through. But I got a word for you. In the midst of people writing you off, you ought to give God your best praise. You ought to praise God like you've never praised him before because your faith says it's not over until God says that it's over. God tries to send a message to the people of Israel through the prophet Ezekiel. Uh, Whenever there was a crisis, God would raise up a prophetic voice. God sends this message to Ezekiel and he says, as I showed Jeremiah at the potter's house, I'm going to give you an illustration. But this one was a vision. He allowed Ezekiel to see a powerful vision. And in this vision that God allowed the prophet to see, Ezekiel saw a deep valley full of dry bones. In fact, the text says they were very dry, Uh, which meant they had been there for a while. They were a valley full of dry bones. Now, one of the, one of the uh, commentaries that I read on this text says an interesting thing. They say, usually when that has happened in real life, it is because of a great war and so many casualties uh, that they can't even bury the dead. And they will usually allow them to just decompose in the valley. It represented a defeated 
army. I'm speaking to someone right now. And perhaps somebody has said to you, you've been defeated. Uh, you can't make it. You're divorced. You're broke. You've lost your job. Uh, nobody seems to care about you. But the devil is a liar. I'm here to tell you that there is life again in you. Listen to what God shows the prophet Ezekiel. He takes him to this valley. This valley of dry bones. And if in fact, if it is as the scholar says, if it represent a defeated war of a defeated army who's now decomposing in the valley because the casualties were so great that they couldn't even bury their dead. Ezekiel sees this and he sees these dry bones in the valley. And um, God says to him, he asks Ezekiel this question in verse number three. Son of man, can these bones become living people again? The King James says, can these bones live? Listen, God is asking Ezekiel. He says, tell me from your perspective, can these bones Live? Can they become living people again? I know they're dried up. They've been there for a while. If they represent a defeated army, it meant uh, that they were not victorious in their battle against the enemy. They appear to be dead and gone. Ezekiel says to the Lord, You alone know the answer to that question. In other words, God only you know. The Lord then says to the prophet Ezekiel in verse number four, here's what I want you to do. Here's the first step uh, to reviving that which is dead. Speak a prophetic message to these bones. In other words, if you're going to live again, You've got to get under the word of God. You've got to saturate yourself with the word of God. You've got to get a prophetic message in your spirit. A prophetic message is not about what has happened, but it is about what God is going to do. I am speaking prophetically to someone right now and say, yes, you've been shut in for 16 weeks, but God said your future is still greater than your past. And God says where I'm taking you to is greater than what you've been through. He says to Ezekiel, the first thing you need to do is to speak a prophetic message to these bones and say, to these bones <laughs> listen dry bones listen to the word of the Lord please listen to what God says speak a prophetic message and say to everything that wants to live again listen to the word of the Lord if you want to get out of your valley experience you cannot continue to listen to the naysayers on your job. You cannot continue to listen to the haters in your family. You cannot continue to be driven by the perception and the, and the desire to be validated by people who really do not count. God says, listen to the word 
of the Lord. Lock yourself in a room and read God's word. Hear God's word. Put on some gospel music. Play the word in your ear. Uh, now technology will allow the word to be read to you. Saturate your spirit with the prophetic message from the Lord that says your condition is not your destiny. What you're going through is not how you're going to end up. Listen, oh dry bones, to the word of the Lord. And then in verses 5 and 6, the prophet Ezekiel speak a word of restoration uh, and recovery over these dry bones. He speaks this word of restoration. He speaks a word of recovery. So you've got to be in a position to even hear a word of restoration. To hear that God says you can recover from this. Listen to what he says in verses 5 and 6. In verse 5 he says, I am going to put breath into you. And God says, and make you live again. <laughs> God says, I'm going to do it. Nobody else can do it for you but God. If you're going to survive your situation, it is because God is on your side. God says, I am going to breathe into you. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. And you will live again. You will come to life. I am going to put breath into you and you will live again. Listen to me. You shall recover. You will live again. You can survive what you are going through. I know it's tough. I know it looks bad. And on the outside, people look at you and say, you are a bunch of dry bones. You cannot survive this. But they see you before God gets finished with you. But God says, when I get through with you, I'm going to breathe into you and you will live again. Ezekiel did as God had commanded him. And he spoke to these dry bones. They were scattered all over the valley. But when he spoke a word, they began to come back again. You can hear the rattling of the bones. You can hear them joining back together. Why? Because the word of God had gone. I'm speaking to somebody right now and say God is about to speak a word over your family. God is about to speak a word over your situation. God says I don't care how it looks. I don't care what you've been through. I am about to do something that only God can do. Somebody ought to give God a praise right now. Take a moment Take a moment. Come on, brother. Take a moment right now and clap those hands and give God your best praise. In fact, can we take a praise break? If we were in church, we all would just clap our hands right now. You ought to take 30 seconds and clap those hands and thank God for restoration. Come on and thank him. Somebody tell him thank you. Listen. Listen. 
The Lord then tells Ezekiel in verse number nine, it's not finished yet. Uh, I've brought back the bones, but what good is a body if there's no life in it? God says, but I'm going to renew your spirit. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I'm going to do something. This is what I need you to do, Ezekiel. Speak to the four corners of the wind and you command the wind from God to breathe into these dead bodies. Uh, I'm going to restore life into you. And so Ezekiel spoke to the wind. The wind commanded by God began to breathe into bones. And although the bones were back together, they really weren't life until they got breath back into them. And the wind began to give the spirit of God back into these dry bones. And they came together. And our text says, and muscle came on the bones, and flesh came on the bones, and what was dead was now alive. And listen to what he says. He says in verse number 10, so I spoke the message as he commanded me, and breath came into their bodies. They all came to life. Listen to this, my brothers and sisters. They all came to life. They all came to life and stood up on their feet as a great army. Goes back to the analogy I gave to you, a defeated army. The enemy thought they were defeated. But when God got finished, God reconstituted the army. God breathed into them and they said they all came to life. And not only were their bodies, but they became a great army. They became what God had intended them to be. God said to Ezekiel, I am not even leaving the interpretation of the vision up to you. I am going to explain to you what this means. And in verses 11 and 14, he begins to explain. He identifies the bones as people of Israel who were feeling a sense of hopelessness because of the oppression of the enemy. They felt as if their lives were over. But God says, not so soon. Not yet. It's not over until God says is over here is what God wanted them to know God wanted them to know that I'm not through with you yet I'm talking to somebody right now who's going through something and you're this close to giving up God says not yet not yet somebody ought to raise your hands and say not yet you ought to tell the enemy not yet I may be weak, but I'm not done. I may be sick, but I'm not dead. I may be down, but I'm not out. Somebody lift your voice and shout, not yet. Somebody shout, not yet. God says to Ezekiel, they 
were all washed up. Folk had written them off, but God restored them. They too, like these dry bones, would recover. Can I say something to somebody? You will recover. I don't know who I am talking to right now. Somebody look me in the eyes and I'm telling you, you will recover. You will survive this because God's not through with you yet. As these bones came to life, the Lord said in verse number 14, I will take my spirit and put it in you. And listen to these words. And you will live again. Your heart is broken. Spirit has been crushed. But you will live again. You will rejoice again. You will praise God again. I will say to your enemies, take your hand off my child. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. I don't know why, but I'm, I'm, I'm right there. I'm right there. Somebody, God says, you will live again. You will live again. Who is he talking to? Somebody sitting at your kitchen table about to give up. Tell the devil, not today, not tomorrow, not next month, not the rest of 2020. If you stay locked down all of 2020, so what? You will live again. Listen, God has already given me the theme for 2021. I told my wife, God already gave me the theme. The theme is called restore and renew. Somebody said, how can you be assured of that? God told me in June in 2021, we're going to rejoice because we're going to tell the enemy what you thought would take us out. Woo! God is using it to take us up. Get ready, get ready. Come on, get ready. Somebody get ready to give God your best praise. Get ready. To walk by faith and not by how you live, you will live again. Dry bones came to life. What looked like a valley full of dry bones <laughs> became a place of restoration. God will restore you even in an unusual place. Lord wanted them to know that in the midst of their crisis, it wasn't over yet. We all have been through something, but it's not over yet. Somebody, you ought to, you ought to look at some, you ought to encourage somebody today. In fact, let God use you on this Sunday to encourage somebody else. Call them, text them, send them a message. And God said, it's not over yet. You will live again. So many people are on the verge of giving up. God says this valley experience teaches us that we can come out of this. 
three key takeaways as we prepare to conclude this message. Three key takeaways that God wants us to have as we think about this first message in this series. The series is entitled Life's Experiences. Takeaway number one is this. Valley experiences are those difficult times in our lives. Those difficult times in our lives that seems to be almost unbearable. Times in our life in which we feel a sense of hopelessness and isolation. Remember that that's what a valley experience is. Those difficult times in our lives that the enemy tells us we can't survive this. We can't come through this. Someone said to me this week, it says, I feel like giving up. They says, I don't know if I can make it through this. They said, it hurts so bad. God had already given me this message, Pastor Mac. And all I could say is, you shall live again. God will restore to you what the enemy thought they had taken away. Here's the second key takeaway in this message. None of us are immune from these kind of life experiences. Not even God's chosen people. Israel, although they were chosen by God, they were not immune from this. As the prophet Ezekiel had to discover in the text. That even those who were God's own, they were chosen by God. They were not immune from this valley experience. What are you saying to me, Pastor Jackson? That if you're going through something, you're not alone. It's not just you. (laughs) That's the trick of the enemy. You're not the only one who has a family crisis. You're not the only one who's going the time of separation. You're not the only one feel as if you've been abandoned by someone you trust and someone you love. That is important because when you know that what has happened to you is common to man, (laughs) but God will always give you a way out. And here's the third and the final one as we prepare for this altar experience. Here's the third and the final one that is so important. The Lord, please listen to this, through his word and by his spirit will help us to come through our valley experience. And we will come through with renewed strength and with a renewed sense of purpose. You may not believe it, but you're coming through this better than what you've ever been before. Something good is about to happen to you. In the midst of everything you're going through, God says you're coming through better 
you're coming through stronger. You're coming through with a sense of, I know who I am. I know my purpose. And although I've gone through the fire and although I've been through a flood, and although it feels like you've been broken into pieces, know this, that he'll never put more on you than what you're able to bear. You're coming out of this. Somebody lift your hands and say, I'm coming out of this. Come on and worship with me. Lift those hands wherever you are and say, I'm coming out of this. Just believe that God is going to do for you what only God can do. It doesn't matter what the enemy says. It doesn't matter how deep the valley may be. God asked Ezekiel, son of man, can these bones come to life again? I know the answer now. The answer is yes, Lord. I will live again. Lest, Lord, I will come through my darkest valley. Yes, Lord, I, I, I will not be defined by the tragedies that are associated with my life. We all have tragedies. We all have ups and downs. Sometimes our downs are so heavy that we want to give up. But trust God. Listen, Brother Kirk Franklin wrote this powerful song as we prepare for the altar. It's called More Than I Can Bear. It is one of my favorites. To those of you who are members of Bible Way, you know this. You hear this song often as an altar call song. I've gone through the fire. I've gone through the flood. I've been broken into pieces. Seen lightning flashing from above. This is the part I like. But through it all, I remember that he loves me and he cares. Mm. And he'll never put more on me than I can bear. I don't care what you're going through. If you're going through it, God says you can come through it. <laughs> if you're going through it, you can come out of it. God says in the midst of your valley experiences, God's got your back. God's got you covered. Come on team and bless us right now. Listen, listen. Is that anybody's testimony? I've been broken. Uh, That's my testimony, little Lily. But through it all, uh, 
somebody worship with us. And I, I, that's a testimony. I've been. Lightning flashing from above. Yeah, but through it all, I remember. Told me that he loved me and he cared, and he'll never put more on me. Said he'll never put more on me. I said never. number on the screen 888-776-1238 you may be in the midst of your valley experiences but I've got a message for you guess what it's called it's called life <laughs> a valley experience is called life you're not the only one don't sit there and feel sorry for yourself to the point that you are about to give up. Do not sit there and make the enemy have you think that you are the only one who's going through something like this. That is why when God gave me this series, God says, I need you to preach this to someone right now. It's called Life Experiences. And the first 
of life experiences are those valley experiences that we go through those low times in our life when we feel all dried up we feel as if all hope is gone uh, the third takeaway in this message said the Lord through his word and by his spirit will help us come through our valley experiences listen to this it's on the board for you the Lord through his word and by his spirit will help us come through our valley experiences and we're not just coming through it we will come through with a renewed sense of strength and purpose pick up the phone right now and dial 888-776-1238 on this first Sunday in the month of July I declare and decree that you will recover that you will come through this as dark as it may seem as bad as what it may appear God said you're coming through it come on let us touch and agree virtually stretch forth those hands right now I am praying a prophetic prayer over you <laughs> ah. God told Ezekiel, you need to speak a prophetic message over these dry bones. I need to pray this prophetic prayer over all of you that believe. Now, if you don't have the faith to believe it, you just log off right now. Okay? But if you, if you are trusting God, if you are believing that you serve a turnaround God, you serve a God who can turn your situation around and lift you out of the valley and restore life into you. Ooh. Let us touch and agree. Stretch forth your hands right now towards the screen. Just lift them in the airs. Eternal Father, we thank you. We bless you. We refuse to give up even when it looks hopeless. Even when it appears as if there is no life left and nothing can be done in our situation, we declare and decree that we are more than conquerors. We declare and decree that it is already done. It is already done. And we say thank you. Touch that lady who is on the verge of giving up. Touch the hearts of that young man who feel as if there is no hope. Encourage that parent in which it seems as if there is nothing they can do with their child. We declare and decree that recovery has already happened. We just haven't seen it yet. Thank you, Lord. You have spoken life into what was dead. And in the midst of a valley experience, dry bones came back to life again. 
and we say thank you. It is already done. <laughs> it is already done. It is already done. In your son Jesus the Christ's name we pray and give thanks. And wherever you are, lift those hands and declare amen. Amen. Come on, praise team, as we worship. Pick up the phone right now. Listen, listen to this. If you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, if all you have been doing for the last 16 weeks is watching, God says now it's time to make a commitment. You can pick up the phone right now and says, I, I want to be more than a spectator. I want to be a part of God's kingdom. Someone will lead you in that effort. Amen. If you want to be a part of this virtual ministry, call us. We've had people join from all over the country. Amen. All that simply means is that we are praying for each other. Amen. If you don't have a covering, amen. If you do, we ask you to support that local covering. But if you need somebody to watch and to cover for your soul, we ask you to do it right now. Come on, as the worship team takes us, as Pastor Matt comes for communion. Come on. Come on right now, worship Some word of valley experience as we prepare for our holy communion we're going to ask our praise team to give us a communion selection perhaps you those of you that are viewing us virtually need to go get the juice and bread as we prepare for holy communion you can do so doing that selection and then we'll come back and read our scripture and do our prayer of the blessing of the bread blessing of the wine and go right into our holy communion service it's a simple song of gratitude just how can i say thank you for all that you've done sometimes thank you is just not good enough so, Lord, I'll give you my life for the rest of my life. How long? Until you come. That's our promise today. Come on, lift those hands as you prepare for this communion. Team, come on, help me say, how can I say thank you, Lord? How can I say thank you for all you've done? Shed your blood. Sometimes thank you. Sometimes thank you. It's just not good enough. It's just not good enough. So here's what we'll do. So I'll give you my 
rest of my life. scripture the scripture says for I receive of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you that the Lord Jesus the same night in which he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks he break it and said take eat this is my body which is broken for you this doing remembers of me after the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped saying this cup is the new testament in my blood this do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever should eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chasing of the Lord that we should not be condemned with the world. Let us pray. Father, we just thank you for allowing us to come back one more time for a Holy Communion service at the beginning of another month. God, we thank you for this bread that represents your body. We thank you for the wine that represents the blood that you shed on Calvary. Now, God, bless us as we partake in these holy sacraments. 
In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Once again, the scripture says, and on the same night in which he was betrayed, he said, take ye, this is my body, which is broken for you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed. For as often as you do this, you do it in remembrance of me. Let us commune. Thank you so much for joining us in our virtual communion service. Thank you also to our pastor for the word of God. Let us pray for our closing prayer and dismissal. God, we just thank you once again for these virtual services. God, we thank you for so many that have decided to view all over this world. And we ask that you bless them. Now, God, dismiss us from this place, never from your presence. Let us find peace as we return to our destinations. In Jesus' name we pray, and all of God's children said amen. Thank you, God bless you. like to thank everyone for joining us. If you desire prayer, please call 1-888-776-1238. There are many safe, secure, and easy ways to give to Bible Way Church of Atlas Road. Online giving is available to members and guests through my connections at bwcar.org. You can choose to give through your bank, checking, debit, or savings account, or via our mobile giving app by texting BWCAR along with your giving amount to 73256. You can mail your check to P.O. Box 90309, Columbia, South Carolina, 29290. Please do not mail cash. Financial donations will be accepted at the church on Tuesdays from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. If you feel as if this service was a blessing to you, please be sure to share with your family and friends. For additional announcements and for more information, be sure to visit our website at bwcar.org.